This is Navigating Your Retirement Radio with Travis Chance from CFG Wealth Management. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Travis provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Navigating Your Retirement Radio with Travis Chance. Welcome back to another show of Navigating Your Retirement with your host, Travis Chance. As always, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, please give us a call, 877-269-0839. Joining us this morning, as always, my man, the Shoremeister. Tony, what's going on, buddy? Yeah, just a great day. Another great show. I know you've got in store for us today, Travis. It's great to be here with you. Thanks for having me on the show. And yeah, just a crazy week. Uh, my kids, uh, you know, trying to get them uh, fired up for school and studying and just craziness like that. Good How luck about, with that. Good yeah, luck I with know, that. I know. I know. <laughs> the struggle is real, but th- no, they're doing pretty good. How are you uh, doing, Travis? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, actually, I was, I'm still kind of chuckling uh for for those who who've never listened to the show i always talk about you know we my wife and i have now this week our oldest turned five so i have three under five and uh tony always laughs at me because uh he's like man you need some sleep and i was like you know what sleep for wimps that's the sleep's for quitters we uh, we will we'll take a five hour and plow through it so uh i'm good i'm good i'm a little i'm a little bit tired but hey what else is new? You know what I mean? I'm, I feel like I'm in my stride. So we'll we'll just go from here. Awesome. Well, that sounds great. So what are we talking about on the show today? Tony, one of the things that uh, a while back, and and I do I do keep my promises and I keep my word. One of the things we talked about a while back was uh, I was talking about health care and retirement. If you recall, we actually cut the show a little short because I wanted to talk about long-term care and Medicare because those are two biggies when it comes to retirees. But we obviously ran out of time. And I said, you know, uh, folks, we're out of time. But in the future, I will devote an entire show to just Medicare. Okay, now, Medicare being if, you know, if you need, obviously, health care in retirement, uh, that's where you're probably going to get it from. Uh, There are a lot of issues that we need to address or think about. Uh, or, or deal with when it pertains to Medicare as you're aging into 65 or into your Medicare age. So I felt like let's just let's talk about it. Let's dive right in. We'll talk about some of the issues. We'll talk about some of the questions that you need to ask uh, not only yourself, but your spouse and, you know, try to get a good feel for 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 how we're going to control our health care costs going into retirement, which I think is key in any good retirement plan. Yeah, obviously, uh, it's a key element. And I'll tell you what, when you start talking about Medicare, Travis, I think a lot of people out there, and this was myself, obviously, until I I started working with you and and, and listening to you talk about it and and, uh, getting some information about it, I always thought, well, when I turn 65, I automatically start getting Medicare and my health care will be taken care of then with the Medicare. So I don't need to worry about it. 
Uh, but there is so much more to it than that. And I think a lot of people have that misconception. Like a big one is that people think Medicare covers long-term care. That's one of the biggies. Which, which as you know, because of your proximity to me on a weekly basis, it does not. No, it absolutely uh, doesn't. You, you actually only get, uh, if you're in a rehabilitation uh, or facility or condition, that's the only time Medicare is going to pay for your long-term care, but that's not tip, That's not actually long-term care. That's a rehab facility. So if you're in a skilled facility and you come straight from the hospital to that facility, Medicare is going to pay for 20 days, 100%, and then after that, you're going to have a copay for the next 80. Uh, once you reach 100 days of total care, Medicare is going to shut off and you're on your own. It's 100% on you, the, client, on you the, the patient, not on Medicare. Mm. And I think a lot of people, you know, I and and I, I hate to say this, and I, I I know it sounds like I'm I'm picking on people. I'm really not, but I think there's so many misconceptions. Uh, it's it's actually kind of incredible. I had a, a young lady one time that told me that uh, she was going to do the same thing as her. Uh, grandmother did for her aunt back in the 80s when she knew exactly how to time it so she could go in and out of a facility for a day or two and come back in and they would pay for it and blah 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 and I just I you try to you try to explain that you know if that was some way to manipulate the system at that time I can assure you that's not going to happen today but I mean there's a lot of people that just have misconceptions. So let's let's talk about Tony some of the some of the things and some of the questions. You know, what is Medicare? Who needs to enroll? How do you enroll? Yeah. How much is how much does Medicare cost? You know, All what right. does it cover? Things like that. So let's let's dive right in. Yeah, what is so, Medicare and how do I enroll? Medicare is is obviously federally funded and it is for those that are 65 and over. Or if you have end-stage renal pre-65, you can also get on Medicare. But Medicare is is essentially, once you get to retirement age, that's the federal program that's going to take over from that point going forward. Okay. Now, a few misconceptions. Number one, I hear people all the time that say, you know, I'm going to work past 65. Uh, that means I don't need to enroll. Well, that, that may or may not be the case. And the reason I say that is, Unless you are covered by an employer group plan that covers 20 or 20 or more employees, you must enroll in at least Medicare Part A when you turn 65. Now, you may not be forced to enroll in Part B, but you must enroll in Part A. So uh, and a lot of employers actually actually require you to enroll in Part A because it, it actually becomes the primary, in which case it's going to limit the liability on the secondary, which then is your, your group plan. So, you know, obviously that, that would be uh, an issue that you would want to think about. So, you know, obviously Medicare is administered by CMS, Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, and you enroll through the Social Security program. Now, if you are eligible for Medicare, like I said, uh, it's everyone over 65, all U.S. citizens, legal residents who've lived in the U.S. continuously for at least five years. And then, Tony, also people who are under 65 that have certain disabilities. So what are the parts of Medicare? Because I'm, I'm kind of going fast, but I, I want to make sure we get everything in. So what are the what are the parts of Medicare? You have Medicare Part A, which is your hospitalization, and you have Part B, which is your medical insurance, all right? Part A is gonna be covered if you had 40 working quarters and you qualify for Social Security, then you're gonna be able to get Part A at no premium. 
at Part B, you actually, for this year, it's $135.50 for Part B if you enroll in 2019. Now, what does that cover? Well, it's going to cover uh, 100% of your hospitalization up to the first 60 days, and then there's going to be some call sharing. Uh, I'm not going to go through the details of call sharing. Everybody usually probably gets their red, white, and blue book if you're about to turn 65 or over 65 so you can go in there and look up that uh, part b obviously you pay your 135.50 and then you have a deductible each year and then you're going to pay approximately 150 bucks and then once you meet that deductible then you're going to have a cost sharing of 80 20 for doctors uh you know some pre uh, preventative services etc some preventative services actually now are covered 100 percent across the board so that's really nice uh but Unfortunately, the other 20% is going to be on who? It's going to be on you. So typically, what does that mean? That means there is a gap, obviously, and there's also something called a meta gap, but there's a gap of, of the benefit versus what your out-of-pocket is. And right now, if if you want to be just completely part A, B, C, D, et cetera, uh, you can get a part C plan, which is Medicare Advantage. Medicare Advantage is actually uh, a private insurance, but is contracted through Medicare. So it's not you're not actually giving up your Medicare. Don't think that. But you're actually letting that company administer your Medicare. OK, uh, so you won't show your red, white and blue card anymore, but you'll just show the Medicare Advantage card. Now, generally, what that's going to include is you're going to have maybe zero to you know X premium, whatever it is, depending on the company. And then you're also going to have some type of cost sharing. It may not be the 20% like the, the previous Medicare was, Tony, but what they would actually trade that for is something very similar to your group coverage or your health coverage when you were working. You're going to have co-pays and co-insurance and cost sharing and that type so of Medicare thing. Medicare is not free. You still have Correct. premiums and mm -hmm. co-pays and things like that. Absolutely. And deductibles, and then, right? And and potentially deductibles. Now, that's if you take part C, right? If you just have part A and B, then basically it's, you know, you meet your requirements and once you get over a certain amount, it's you pay your deductible for B and then it's 80-20 from there. Uh, but if you do have C, it actually allows it to be administered through a private insurance uh, carrier. And then basically they, they're going to be the ones that take over your Medicare, so to speak. Um, now, one of the things that is is obviously optional but not optional is Part D or prescription drug coverage because you don't have to sign up for Part D. Now, it is more it is probably more in your best interest if you do, because if you don't, then obviously you're going to get penalized. So each month you do not enroll, you still you're accruing a penalty. So if you ever do enroll, that's going to be a higher cost. And then you also think if you don't have prescription drug coverage and, you know, as we age, what's potentially going to happen we're going to do what we're going to need more prescriptions potentially we're going to have more more issues so you know that could also get costly as well so uh, that's that's one way to get your medicare now if you also and we'll go in depth on a little bit a little bit more of this in a in a few minutes but if you also want medicare a and b but you do not want a part c to administer your medicare and you don't want that medicare advantage coverage then you can also just do medicare a b and a prescription drug coverage which is part d d is in dog 
But then, you know, you say, well, well, but what happens to the remaining 20 percent, Travis? Well, that's when you have to make a choice. And usually that's when people are going to consider things like Medicare supplements. Uh, a Medicare supplement is standardized. Uh, it is not something that can be varied. So, for instance, uh, one of the most popular plans, I think, right now is a plan G. Uh, F used to be really popular, but they're phasing that out. And F actually covered 100% of anything that Medicare didn't cover, as long as it was a Medicare-approved uh, amount or Medicare-approved uh, procedure. So uh, Medicare supplements are actually a way to, you're going to pay a little bit more up front, but they typically are going to cover a lot more of your out-of-pocket. Uh, just as a side note, and you know, Tony, you you know why I do what I do, and you know that uh, you know my grandmother was was very you know very instrumental in me becoming yep. the planner that I am, and. You know, I will say this, uh, I'm not going to mention the company because I don't want to give a, a free plug, but I also don't want to push anyone toward uh, anything. Um, I had uh, my grandmother had a supplement from the time she she my grandfather passed away. And after he passed away, she dropped his group coverage, which she was entitled to keep and went with a Medicare supplement. She kept the same company for, I believe, 16 of her last 18 years of life. Wow. And she had eight surgeries that literally were like gallbladder removal, open heart surgery, cardiac ablation, uh, cardiac cath. I mean, you you name it. She, I mean, she just she had like eight surgeries. And Tony, she never paid a dime out of pocket wow. except for her monthly premiums. Wow. Now. If she had not had that coverage, because as you know, if there are those who have listened to the show, she went from getting a roughly 90 to 95 percent of their last day's paycheck when my grandfather retired to falling to just shy of maybe 20, 30 percent uh, when she got obviously when when she was when she became a widow. Um, if she had not had that coverage, I can only imagine the 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 state that she would have had to have lived in because she wouldn't have had the funds to pay for it. But that Medicare supplement literally uh, was a lifesaver. And uh, and we we thank God every day that we you know helped her make that decision because, you know, Medicare Advantage was actually not around then. Medicare Advantage didn't come out until till when? I mean, Medicare Advantage didn't come out until after uh, the the Bush era, whenever Part D and, you know, the initial changes to Medicare happened. So, you know, we just thank our lucky stars that 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 was something that she was able to use to make sure that she didn't have those exorbitant costs in retirement, which, you know, could have been catastrophic. Here's where we can get into the weeds a little bit on this. Uh, I know, uh, Travis, that Medicare uh, leaves gaps or there's a donut mm -hmm. hole where you're not going to be covered or there are certain things that are not covered and you then you need Medicare Advantage plans or some type of supplemental, right? Correct. Correct. Yep. Actually, Tony, that's and that's honestly, that's about as complicated as it needs as, as someone needs to think about it whenever they're first, you know, about to enter that phase of life. It's because, you know, if you start off trying to analyze every company and, you know, every benefit, et cetera, it's going to be overwhelming. You essentially have to make a decision one way or the other. You have three choices. Number one, 
If you don't think that you're going to need any other care, you're going to need any other uh, medical care in retirement, then maybe all you need to do is sign up for Part A, Part B, and a Part Part D prescription drug plan. Or your option number two, if you don't want to go with the basics, you could go with a Medicare A, B, and actually sign up for a prescription drug plan through a Medicare Advantage plan. And then basically your Part C would be you would have everything part a b c and d which is going to be some call sharing some co-insurance very similar to your group plan uh, when you were working and then if you don't want either of those two options you also have your medicare supplement option which means you have part a part b as in boy your medicare supplement which is going to cover depending on the plan you choose up to 100 percent of whatever medicare approved services you're provided and then you sign up for your Part D, which is usually a non-negotiable item. Uh, and that's really the three things, three ways that you're going to get your coverage. Um, and then from there, obviously, you can compare companies. You can you know, compare benefits, compare cost sharing, that type of thing. But you really need to, to just boil it down to the three basics because that's going to lead you down whatever rabbit hole you go next. But, Tony, it gets a little more complicated. Let me tell you Uh-oh. why. Uh, well, well you that's why we've it. got you here. We don't that's need why to. you got me, because yeah. because whenever someone is is about to turn 65, they actually have what's called an initial enrollment period. And Medicare has all these crazy enrollment periods now where, you know, you can enroll from X date to X date or you can do this. You can do that. You can't enroll past this and blah, blah, blah. So basically right now, uh, the first thing I would say is keep in mind, you have an initial enrollment period that starts for part B as in boy. Uh, When you turn 65, it's going to be three months prior to your birth month. It's going to be when the month you turn 65 and three months after. Now, if you're going to sign up for part B at, at 65, if you're already taking Social Security, it's going to be automatic. They're going to do it for you. But if you're deferring your Social Security and you're not going to take it until 66 or 67, whatever your your age is, then you're going to need to do it yourself and you need to know what to do. And what I would recommend is do not wait and don't wait to the last minute and say, oh, well, you know, I just don't want to pay that premium. Well, the reason I say that is, you know, if, if you sign up the three months prior you're still not going to pay the premium except the one, the first premium. And then after that, each month you'll be billed, you know, your, your premium will have to be paid from that point forward. So even if you sign up three months early, you're not paying three extra months of benefit. Okay. Or cost. But if you wait until three months after it does not go live until whenever you file. So if you have an illness or you have something that goes wrong, they're not going to go back and backdate your Medicare. They're not going to backdate, you know, your, your coverage. You have to sign up and you have to be responsible for, you know, the consequences if you don't. Do you remember in every conversation probably you and I've ever had, Tony, about about planning and we talk about how we avoid the small mistakes that really add up to make big, uh, you know, big, big things in our retirement? That's just one of the things, you know, it's like paying too much in in taxes because you didn't plan ahead of time. Right. There's no sense in paying that premium if you don't have to. Right. Right. So you just just things you need to think about just just good rule of thumb okay yeah and Uh, i think a lot of people don't take the time to look at this uh, when they could be saving a lot of money and you can help our listeners do that sit down with them and say okay before this open enrollment period when you're enrolling medicare again for the next year 
make sure that you're, you know, have the right types of insurance for your personal situation and needs. And you could end up saving a lot of money. Absolutely. And and like I said, health health costs in retirement are just as important as taxes, investment, and estate uh, mistakes. Those are all things you cannot afford to make ill-advised decisions or make, you know, make carefree decisions. You need to be thoughtful and you need to sit down and think about it from a holistic standpoint, not just isolated parts of your retirement, right? That that's going to be key. Now, if if you're you're probably sitting there going, well, well, Travis, how do I sign up for Medicare? How do I sign up for A and B? You can go to ssa.gov, that's samsamalpha.gov, ssa.gov, or you can call the 1-800 number for Social Security, or you can actually go to the medicare.gov website. Now, I know historically the government doesn't have a great a great track record uh, for setting up websites, but I, I'm picking on them a little bit. But they actually did do a good job on these. Uh, we we do find that they do work as as advertised. So uh, that's that's how you're going to go and you're going to get that coverage. Now, so let's transition. So now you've enrolled in Part B. So what do we do? We need to think about what's going to be the the plan that covers the supplemental, like Tony said, above and beyond. Okay. So obviously, if you if you've paid into Social Security, you've got forty working quarters with Social Security, you're going to have zero out of pocket for Part A, one hundred thirty five fifty for Medicare Part B, and then your Part D is going to be you know subject to whatever you know, whatever your cost is. Now, if you do go into a facility and then you say, well, why, why would I even have coverage, right? Uh, well, the reason that you have coverage is part A actually covers 100% of, you know, if you have catastrophic, uh, catastrophic illness or occurrence, part A is only going to cover the first 60 days. And then after that, you have a $315 per day deductible or co-insurance for 61 through 90 and it's over $600 a day for 91 through 150. I think that 315 might be a little higher right now. But yeah. uh, $630 a day for 91 or 600 or plus for 91 through 150. Uh, part wow. B, it's 20% of the Medicare approved rate. And that that could get pretty pricey, right? Yeah. And that's that's the reason that you need to plan for your health care. You know, it's not that you think you're going to go in for a day surgery here or this or that or the other. What you need to plan for is what Medicare doesn't cover, which is the 20 percent, the deductibles, the cost. I mean, that that extra cost. Uh, Medicare does not also cover. Let's let's just talk about that for a second. Medicare doesn't cover, does not, does not cover, Tony, long term care does not cover typically care delivered outside the United States. So if you like to travel internationally, you're going to need care that's going to provide that. It doesn't cover dental, doesn't cover vision, no hearing aids, does not cover cosmetic surgery. Uh, and obviously it doesn't cover the, the amounts over the Medicare approved amount and it doesn't cover the cost sharing and deductibles sure. and the 20%. So wow. that's well, that's a- why you that's why you need to have the coverage yeah. is because there's a lot of stuff that's out there that yeah. could that could could catch you. There's a lot to sort through. Well, we're out of time for today's show, so just let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you to set up that complimentary consultation. Absolutely. Folks, you know, in in retirement, there are so many landmines that a lot of times we don't even know they're there, and that's typically the ones that may have the most impact. 
if if you're concerned, if you're confused, if you're in need of 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 sitting down and actually going through your situation, then you need to give us a call 877-269-0839 and let us help you make a good decision. Thank you for listening to Navigating Your Retirement Radio with Travis Chance. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Travis at CFG Wealth Management. Call 877-269-0839 or visit them online at navigatingretirementradio.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services are offered by CFG Wealth Management LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Georgia. Insurance products and services are offered through TL Chance Inc., an affiliated company. CFG Wealth Management LLC and TL Chance Inc. are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency.